0: Hey, it's Neville here, and I want to talk to you today about something that is not very close to my heart, and that is Instagram. Now, a few years ago, I got interested in Instagram, so I tried a little experiment. And it was about two and a half years ago from when I'm recording this, and I basically bought an Instagram account. I found out from a friend that there's this whole world of people that build up Instagram accounts and sell them. So I partook, and I bought an Instagram account for $2,000. The account had about 75,000-ish people following it. And it was one of the few accounts that I can get in like the business space. There was a lot of them for with way more followers, but like in the travel space. So I opted to go for the business space. And basically what this uh, Instagram account was called was something like, I forgot the name, but it was something like Instagram Millionaires or something. So if you look at some of the older posts, you'll notice it's all like pictures of Ferraris and some cheesy quote that says, you can't play the game, the game has to play you, or some crap like that. So anyways, I buy this account, I switch it over to my name, Neville Under-Madora, and I see what happens if I just post my own picture on them. Am I gonna lose a bunch of followers? Are these all bots? Like, What happens? So I posted a picture of me and a couple of my friends, and I lost several thousand subscribers on that post. So instantly, maybe three, four, five thousand people unsubscribed. So then I posted again, and a few hundred people unsubscribed. Then I posted again, and just maybe under 100 people unsubscribed. So every time I did it, there was like this diminishing amount of people that would unsubscribe because it was kind of filtering out all the people. So it got down to about 50,000-ish subscribers somewhere around there. And I decided in February of 2020 to start posting on Instagram again because it did seem like a legit traffic source. I looked at my Google Analytics and a few people that would click over to my website were actually spending time on it. So I was like, let's give it a shot for about a month. So I begrudgingly started posting on Instagram. It is not my favorite way to post. An image that has to be really attractive, you have to have a caption for it. It just didn't go along with my natural vibe, right? I just don't normally post stuff like that. I post personal pictures on Facebook to a degree. I'm even skeptical of what I post over there, but that's about all I want to do. I don't want to make a whole Instagram page, but I tried it for February, 2020. And here's what I found out. It was really hard to get me to post. I did not want to post. I'm not the kind of person that posts on Instagram all the time. There are some people who are just really, really good at it. They like sharing little stories. They like sharing little quips. They like taking a lot of pictures of stuff and posting it. And somehow I just don't like it. And one of the main beefs I've always had with social media is that the content that you make on social media is not owned by you, it's owned by the platform, okay? So if you post something on Instagram, you kind of don't really own that profile The Instagram does, aka Facebook. So if all of a sudden the Instagram algorithm stops giving you any love or you get kicked off of Instagram or for some reason, they just blacklist you, whatever happens, or ban you, you don't have any say in that because you have signed an agreement, aka their user term agreement, that they own your stuff. So here's the problem with that. A lot of people are jumping headlong into social media, which is great, because that's where there's a built-in audience already. You already have an audience if you, if you join social media. All your friends, they're your audience. You can just instantly connect them. The problem is you can't get their email addresses. You don't know much about them. You can only view the stats that they give you, so the stats can be inflated or there's certain stats that they won't give you. Whereas if you build things the hard way, which is by making a blog or a podcast or a piece of software or a piece of content that you own and control, you get all your users' information. Now, that is much harder But in the long run, it's better, especially if you're planning on building a business on top of it. So my main problem with Instagram was that I didn't own this stuff. I was going to be spending a lot of time uh, posting. Even these little posts actually take like a decent amount of effort sometimes. And so I was doing all this effort for very little return. And I wanted to track exactly how little return and how fast it would drop off. So check this out. So I didn't update my Instagram profile for several years And these are the Instagram stats. The activity in their discover feature, meaning I guess like how many people scrolled by your story, was 54, okay? So I had an account of 50-something, I think it was actually 60-something thousand at the beginning of the month uh, users, and I hadn't updated it in years or used it, and only 54 people had viewed my profile or seen any of the posts in any way. I then posted my first picture on Instagram in several years, and what do you know, the discovery went up to 12,588. That's, um, I don't know how to do this math in my head, but that's a lot. That's a huge percentage number. It's like a 1,000% increase, whatever, something like that, right? 500% increase, whatever. So then week two of the experiment, I was still posting every week, just like one or two posts. The It reached 16,042. So I was just like, "Wow, this is this is going pretty well." Week three, I was kind of getting tired of posting stuff, and it, it felt like I was trying really hard to post, and foregoing time I could have just spent writing actual articles. And the discovery went to twelve thousand five hundred and thirteen. Okay, interesting. Um, but get this: that twelve thousand five hundred thirteen, it garnered seven website clicks. That's it, seven. Now. I don't know exactly how many people are viewing it and who those people are. So maybe those are very valuable website clicks. I don't know. But then look at this. Here's what really scared me and validated that social media is not the primary way I wanna market my business. And that's week four of the experiment. So I actually did not post the last week. I I didn't like it. I didn't wanna do it. It was like pulling teeth for me. I wasn't good at it. Get this, the account reach went to 87. So just to recap, week one was, sorry, before I posted, it was 54. That's the, how many exposures I got. Week one was 12,500 something. Week two was 16,000 something. Week three was 12,500 something. Week four, 87. It went down to 87 because I wasn't posting. That's over 60 times less traffic because I was not posting. And in that, in that amount of time, I barely got more website clicks than before. So before that, uh, I started this, the week before, I got five website clicks. By the end of the experiment, I got five website clicks also. Meaning, I did not grow an asset. I spent time and effort, I mean, not a lot, but I spent some trying to build this and I went right back down when I got off the Instagram treadmill. That was very disheartening because whenever I write a post Uh, on my blog and it gets ranked via SEO, month after month, it generally gets more traffic for a period of time. So it actually goes up if I don't do anything, whereas social media goes down if you don't do anything. So that's one of the reasons why I'm not super big into social media on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, all those things. I do use buffer.com to just automatically upload all my social media posts and we do it on Monday. I schedule like five, 10 posts for the week and it automatically posts each day. So if it looks like I'm active on social media, it's just a, it's an automated thing. So the conclusion of this experiment was I'm not going to spend a lot of time on Instagram and I'm going to connect it to buffer and just let it upload auto upload to Instagram for me also. The other thing I did was I changed the name from Neville under Medora to at copywriting course for Instagram. And the reason I did that was I don't like seeing a bunch of business content on my social feeds, right? I have a whole crowd of marketing people I hang out with. And so there's a lot of just like, hey, buy this, buy this, look what I'm building. And I'm kind of like, I don't want to see that on my social feed. I want to see pictures of puppies and kids and stuff like that, right? So I want to see social stuff, not not all your business stuff trying to promote crap to me all the time. So I didn't want to do that to my friends and I just didn't want to promote that under my own name. So I made it a copywriting course business account. So sorry if I baited and switched you, uh, but if you want to unfollow, that's totally fine. But so from now on, I'm just going to do everything through buffer. I tried the social media thing. It just did not fit my habits. I don't like being on social media too, too much. I just stock whenever I want to. So that was the conclusion. And I encourage people to still use social media. I think it's an amazing tool. I think social media does stuff That's way better than most platforms out there. I think like Twitter is a better blogging platform. I think Facebook is a better blogging platform. Instagram is a better blogging platform than any platform out there, blogger.com, WordPress, all that kind of stuff. It's just made content creation so much easier for the masses. But for me, business-wise, for the copywriting industry in specific, I think it's just going to be on an automated routine and I'll periodically update manually, but that's about it. Instead, I really wanna spend more of my time building base content, meaning stuff that over time improves and gets better and attracts people and sends traffic and makes sales. So that base content is generally going to be written content, videos like YouTube, which is you know kind of a social channel, but videos basically, uh, blogging stuff, content, uh, and then podcasts. So all of those things get better over time and create an asset. Whereas a lot of the social media stuff, I mean, Some places do it correctly, but I think for certain businesses, just making base-level content that grows over time is probably the best, and that is what I'm going to do. So thank you for listening. This is Neville Madora, and I am out.